Once again, for another episode of the Steelers preview, it's a very special episode because what we've been waiting for for a long time, the schedule has dropped and we know who the Pittsburgh Steelers will be playing in their 2022 season in order from week one all the way to week 18. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me is my good friend, Dave Schofield, one of my best buddies in the world, and he is here as well, and we are missing one of my other best buddies in the world, Jeff Hartman, who is having technical difficulties this evening. He is going to get on and try to join us a little bit later, but if not, we will man the ship, and I will try to do my best to man that ship as well as one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman, which we have not called him that in a while, Dave. Oh, I call him that all the time. <laughs> we just haven't called him that on a show together. And I have to apologize. Brian, you didn't count me down. I'm used to Jeff counting us down. So oh. uh, we're, a little, we're, we're, we're a little bit flustered with what we're doing here. Poor Jeff. He's, he's, he was in and it kicks him out. He's is kicked him out. It's just one, one of those things. But uh, we want to talk about the schedule. And I tell you what, this schedule is exciting. I'm really, 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 really ticked about one thing. Absolutely good. Yeah. You know know what I might do? I might call in my wife right now to stand here in the side (laughs) as I break the fact that the Steelers are playing on Christmas Eve at 820. That is going to be a tough one for us, but we we will get it taken care of. Well, let's talk about that one first. It's it's not that bad. It's actually at 815. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Ooh, you know what? I'm at least glad that it's nationally televised on NFL Network because what would have been even worse is if it's 8 p.m. on Christmas Eve and I have to go to Jeff's house to watch the game. (laughs) That would have been even worse. But no, Daddy, the, why is Uncle Dave here again? <laughs> Uncle Dave is at the house again. <laughs> yeah, so just going to try to join us again. But that one is I, I put the the times that you had for the for week uh, sixteen when it came to Christmas. I put them in order of of best to worst, and the worst time out of all of them was eight fifteen Christmas Eve. You know, the, the next worst one, what I thought was 4.30 Christmas Eve. The other one was 1 o'clock Christmas Day. Otherwise, I could have worked, made it work. I wanted Thursday. I wanted the Thursday night game that week. But no, we got to go. We basically got to run past midnight on Christmas Eve. And that would have been perfect because it would have been closer to the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. So that would have been great. So I wanted Jeff, them to do a special Friday game to, on the yeah. actual day. That's what I expected. But they and they it. could have. Jeff Hartman is here. Jeff, how are you, my friend? I hate the NFL, but other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> well, we we really messed up here, Jeff. And Dave and I were talking about it. I could still do it, but you've already talked to your family, told your wife about it, Dave. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've already. But what we should have done I, is told our wives live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> about Christmas Eve and the Steelers at 8.15. Yeah, my wife was not happy. And <laughs> she's like, 
she well, she was more concerned about does this mean there's going to be a ton of work to do on Christmas Day? Like she 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 understands that I can function on not a lot of sleep, but she's she doesn't want me having to sit at a computer doing a bunch of stuff on Christmas Day. And I said, well, no, I'm not going to flood the site on Christmas Day. We never do. It, we we would be holding site. And they look, I, I'm a father of five. Dave, Brian, you have children of your own. There's priorities in my life, so <laughs> we will have some work, but it's not gonna. I'm not gonna be sitting in front of a computer instead of opening presents with my kids on Christmas Day. But I hate the NFL. Good. I'm a season ticket holder. Oh. I've got tickets to this game. I cannot yeah. go to Pittsburgh at 8:15 on Christmas Eve. If you're someone out there and you want to go to that game, I bet, th- I bet there's it, people I, that'll be back in town that'll want to go to that game. I already listed my tickets on Ticketmaster for anyone who will take them. Mm. Um, if you are interested in them, please hit me up. My Twitter handle's on the screen. Add at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> To it, it's STLR Superfan Dad. For those of you listening in the audio, hit me up if you if you're interested in, in going to that game. Um, yeah, because there, there's no way I could. I mean, could you imagine trying to pull that off with your family? Yeah. Oh yeah, I won't be home because because uh, of that one. I wouldn't get home until what was that? Five a.m. that we got back after we went to the Bills game, Brian. Tyler Ooh, W oh, says he'll buy him. Rough. Tyler W says he'll buy him, Dave. And he, he hey. Says- there you go. Well, here's he, he here's knows the where the seats thing. are. He's exactly. talking to me while I was in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, here's I'll the other thing other that thing. we have not mentioned, and we might as well bring it up now. A special contest if you would like to host <laughs> the, the post-game show. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> so what did but I that's miss? what we what have is... the West Coast guys for. So yes. what have um, you all covered so far? Oh, Brian talked for a long time. Uh no, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Jeff wanted just to say that. No, Brian, Brian intro. I complained about the Christmas Day game, and we and we were hoping you would get in here to join us. So all we're right. ready to roll. Okay. And I'm going to concede to you, Jeff. Take over the reins, my friend. <laughs> All right. Steel Dog 88 gives us $5. Thank you for the tip. He says, I believe the first five weeks of the season is going to be a good scope to see how the season will flow as all five are AFC games. There's a lot of minutiae in this schedule, and we're going to break it down week by week. And one thing that the NFL did, uh, but let me stop for a second. I, I want to go this because this happened before the schedule was released. This actually happened probably before the first two weeks were released. I give the Steelers social media team a lot of crap a lot of times, and they've got a new social media team in there now, and you can already see some of these new ideas and things. If you haven't seen, just go to any Steelers platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm sure their website has it. And watch the Cam Hayward schedule protector video. I watched it a little bit of it. Four minutes and 40 seconds. That is well worth your time. It's hysterical. They've got a lot of players in it. Cam, it's, it's kind of like a throwback to the, well, what was the uh, office linebacker? Remember Reebok had the um, Terry Tate. Terry Tate, office linebacker. Brian, you're muted. No one can hear you. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I was pressing mute and not unmute, and I said Terry Tate. Terry Tate, that's kind of what it is. So make sure you check that out. That's worth watching. So I, I want to give them props because I give them a lot of crap sometimes. But another thing the NFL did that they normally don't do is they release the preseason schedule with the regular season schedule. Normally, it comes at a different time, at least that I remember. It it's usually in, you know? earlier so they can yes. get more hype. You know, <laughs> And my gosh, the way the NFL did it this year with these dripping games, like one a, one a day, and this is insane. But still, 
who cares about the preseason? They have two home, one away. They they have the bookend home games at no Carolina Seattle. Panthers. No, no, you're right. Yes. Versus Seattle at Jacksonville, and then versus Detroit to finish out. It's the August 13th, August 20th, and then the 28th. Um, so Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's go to the regular season. That's what counts. That's what everyone cares about. What we're going to do is we're going to break down the game, what we think about it, and then we are going to give a way, 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 way too early prediction on the game. Dave could probably just go ahead in the article and just put down all W's for me because that's what it's going to be. No, but, you don't do all <laughs> W's, but you do a lot of W's. Wait till this year. Okay, week one for the first time in team history. The Pittsburgh Steelers will open up their season against the Cincinnati Bengals um, at 1 p.m. in week one. So I want to ask you all what you think of this game uh, before we get to our predictions. So, Brian, what are your thoughts opening up at Cincinnati, the AFC representative in the Super Bowl last year? You know what? I'm I'm a little apprehensive because they're going to be coming off of a great season and there's going to be a lot of excitement excitement in that cesspool which is paul brown stadium with those idiotic fans and if you're a cincinnati fan i apologize you got the short straw when i came to nfl teams um but if you're a knowledgeable cincinnati Bengal fan then you're a unicorn congratulations so with that being said yeah i'm not that excited about that game but they've got to play there sometime and you know, we weren't excited last year when the Steelers were opening up in Buffalo against a team that went very far in the Bills. So, yeah, I'm not uh, – I think that could be a possible win. So I'm just going to call for the upset right now and see 1-0 and in the Mitch Trubisky era starts off real well in Pittsburgh. But I also want to throw in something else. I don't care that it's eight years in a row that the Steelers are starting on the road. The Pirates kind of made that the decision. Uh, so that is less the NFL and more the fact that the Pirates are playing that that weekend. And so I'm not that concerned about it. And in those games, they are, if I'm not mistaken, 4-2-1. and one. And the two losses have been to the New England Patriots. And that tie was with the Cleveland Browns. So, hey, they do okay on the road in that stretch. Yes, it's a good point. This is on the road again. So, and I did know that Art Rooney II spoke with Missy Matthews. That was released shortly after the schedule. He said they're going to have to talk to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, he had said before, like, well, the NFL, you know, that we want to get on the, we don't want to be on the road all the time. He said we might have to talk to the Pirates about their schedule. So he's at least acknowledging that fact. A lot of people thought that was a bunch of, you know, pomp and circumstance, but no, I think it is factual. Dave, what do you think about week one at Cincinnati? Yeah, I would have. I mean, if you would have done a primetime game, especially Monday night, but even possibly Sunday night, I thought that they could have pulled it off there for a while. I'm just like, come on, do do something. But yeah, it the Pirates have it. The Pirates have been a conflict, I think, at least five of those eight years. But it's been more recent than anything. Um, so you got to go on the road as a season ticket holder. It would be. I mean, I would really benefit for them opening at home. It really would. Um, but. It is what it is. And, you know, I don't even, is it even the Pirates? I don't even know if the Pirates have any say in that schedule. That's the MLB. And if the NFL wanted to say, you know what? Screw you, MLB. We're, we've got a bigger stick than you. We're just going to schedule over top of all your stuff if you're not going to listen to us. And then you have to deal with us because they are the, the, they're the wee little brother. 
They really are, but they get their schedule out first. But you know what? NFL doesn't move games. MLB does it all the time because they have rainouts. They could they could move games if they had to. Brian, go ahead. I just want to say one more thing. Now that it's a 17-game schedule and this is an NFC advantage year, having the home games, that kind of makes it like a little bit better that the Steelers start on the road because then the final 16 games, it's even 8-8. Eight and eight. If you start off with a home game and you're an AFC team, then you only have over the next 16 weeks, 16 games, you only have seven home games. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I don't mind going to Cincinnati in week one. Uh, this is a team that's beaten the Steelers the last three meetings. Um, and th- that's something that the Steelers, you have to think they're going to have their full attention after getting swept last season. Uh, I, I think that this is very reminiscent of the Buffalo game week one, which Brian alluded to where they had a lot of time to prep. They had a lot of time to plan. There was a lot of question marks about the Steelers that week. What's the defense going to look like? There's even more question marks now on both sides of the football. What's this Flores slash Austin defense going to be on offense? What's the Matt Canada genuine offense going to look like? So let's get down to what matters most. Our way too early predictions. Brian, week one, do you have it as a win or a loss? I'm going to go ahead with the win. I like it. Dave? Oh, I People always hate on me, but you also got to be realistic. I'm going with this one as a loss just because it's a very quality opponent. I'm not saying that they don't cover. I think right now it's around six points already. We're not um, spread right now. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's, you know, you have to take on the defending AFC champions in their house week one where you have a brand new quarterback. And, you know, now we don't even know which one it's going to be week one. To me, I just think that's a really, really, really tough thing to have to do so that's why i'm not going to bank on a win there cue the escaloser that's a w put it on a brian dave said the same thing last year in week one buffalo it's a tough game blah 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 steelers are going to find a way to win week two but they had been last year they just found a way to win at the end all the time don't Sorry. care the defense is going to carry him <laughs> to a win make it magic all right week two new england patriots come to heinz field if it's still called heinz field at that time and it'll be a 1 p.m kickoff home opener brian what do you think about this game Mac Jones doesn't scare me. I am just glad they are not in New England. Not playing in Foxborough is a pretty big deal for the Steelers. You know, Bill Belichick is still Bill Belichick, and he knows how to motivate that team. But I don't really think that this is a team that's as big a concern as Buffalo in that division. And I actually think Miami might even be better in that division. So go ahead and do your prediction while, you get, while you're at it. It's going to be a win. Nice. Dave, what do you think? And what's your prediction? Week two, home, Patriots. Uh, I, this time, i got to make sure I'm writing this down so Brian has win-win. I I have this one as a W. Um, oh. I do because I I think you come back home, you, you have that game under your belt. I'm not convinced that the Patriots are as a quality of opponent, Mac Jones, we'll see what he does. It is Bill Belichick. This one's a tough one, but I, I generally don't pick against the Steelers in their home openers, although that really did come back to maybe last year too. <laughs> who they who they lose? Did they lose in their home opener? Yeah, they did. That was the Raiders. Yes, you're right. That is correct. Mm-hmm. 
New England doesn't scare me anymore. Uh, that without Brady, Mac Jones is like a statue back there. And I just feel like, you know, when you talk about quarterbacks that typically do damage against the defense or mobile, that's a win. I think the Steelers find a way to win, start off the year two and oh, and everything's flying high. And then they have, this is tough. They have three games, I think in 11 days, week three, they go to Cleveland Thursday night football. This is, this is interesting for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, it's in week three. So you have to assume if, if there is a suspension dealt to Deshaun Watson, that he would miss this game. You know, I mean, if, if you if you're using Ben Roethlisberger in his suspension as the standard, you know, measurement, that was six games reduced to four. It is well, we would assume that it would be four. He would still miss this game, but still, Thursday night football in Cleveland. Brian, what do you think? What's your prediction? You could even use Antonio Brown as a measuring stick as well. And I think his was to start off with being eight games, if I'm not mistaken. So that's something you can think yeah. about as well. And I'm I'm a little apprehensive about this game just being in Cleveland. Uh, so I'm actually going to say that, you know, I'd like to get out of the state of Ohio early. And that's great because after week three, you are done with Ohio unless it becomes the playoffs. So that's good news right there. I would probably say that, you know, I'm not looking at this team to go 17-0, and but there's something I like about the Steelers this year, and I'm just going to go and say, once again, they win. Yes, Dave. So, Brian, that's three straight wins, right? Jeff, I didn't yep. write yours down. What, what did you have against New England? <laughs> Uh, a win. <laughs> okay, that's what I <laughs> um, You know what? Even though it's at Cleveland, it's just something about the Browns. Um, that one, I'm so torn. I really am. I originally had it as a win, but the more I think about it, the last time the Steelers went to Cleveland on a Thursday night, I expected them to go in there and, and really take it to them. Helmet. So, so because of Helmet Gate and all that, I'm I'm I I'm gonna have to go with a loss. I am. I'm I'm gonna just All I'm right. gonna go there. I I don't want to. I had it as a win, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna change it to a loss. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say so if Deshaun Watson, I'm gonna go with this. If Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson's not playing, the, the options they'll have is maybe Baker Mayfield still. I love that option. Maybe Jacoby Brissett, love that option too, or maybe Joshua Dobbs. We've seen enough of Joshua Dobbs. Okay. I think this is a win. I do need to see who Cleveland plays in week two. I'm assuming they are on the road. That's typically how the NFL does it. I'm not looking that much into the division yet. I'm going to say it's a win. There you go. That's a win. Steelers are 3-0. and That's awesome. So now they have a little mini bye week. Okay, so the Steelers get a little <laughs> mini bye after that Thursday night game. They come back home in week four to play the New York Jets at 1 p.m. Brian, what are your thoughts? J-E-T-S still mess, mess, mess. Steelers win this game, and I love the fact that it's at home. This is one of those games that yeah, I don't care. Four now. I have no problem saying it. Love it, Dave. Oh, this you really I was so torn to whether or not they were going to lose to the to the Browns. There's no way I'm gonna have them turn around and then lose this game. I have them winning at home against the Jets. Okay, coming off the extended break, I think they win this game as well. Um Zach Morris, is that the quarterback's name? No, what is it? What is Zach it? Morris? <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> Zach Wilson, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Wilson? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. I'm gonna have a win. So I have a so Brian and I at the 
at the four after four games have a four no. You have a two and two, right, Dave? Yes. All right. So now we go into a tough stretch here. The next four games are definitely going to be telling. Starts in week five, a trip to Buffalo, 1 p.m. Brian, what do you think? You don't think last year's stuck in their craw if you're Buffalo. You know, man, that mafia, those those idiots are going to be on fire. Well, literally, because they're going to jump into a fiery table. <laughs> so they, they will be on fire. Yeah, I, I'll go ahead. And yeah, I hate to I hate to pin a loss on a team. But week five, you know, I can go ahead and do it. We'll, we'll just go ahead and say they lose that game. All right, Dave. Yeah, that's they 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 caught them off guard last year and got them early. Yes, I do like that this game is early and not December in Buffalo. But at the same time, uh, give the Bills are going to have four games to warm up as well as the Steelers. I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be a, a great game, but I, I I have it down as a loss. This could be the Mitch Trubisky revenge game right here. Yeah. Not that they like cut him or anything, but just because he played for Buffalo last year. Um, and I'm not taking this. I'm not taking this with even an, an, an ounce of seriousness. So I'm going to say a win. I think the Steelers <laughs> find a way to win this game. And then week six happens. And that's when the arch nemesis comes back to Heinz field. If it's still called Heinz field. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tommy boy, Tom Brady will make his triumphant return back to the place that he owned for so long. And that's 1 PM kickoff. Brian, what do you think about that game? I just, uh, I don't think too much of it. And I I am going to spoiler alert. Dave's going to talk about the last time that the Buccaneers (laughs) played in Pittsburgh and how he was there and Mike Lennon beat him. So I know that's going to happen. So I'm just going to that up. Well, I know he's going to bring it up. So I'm trying, I'm the spoiler. So now you know what? It's an early game. I'm not as concerned about Tom Brady with this team. I don't think the offense is as great as what it was, but I'm still I I know that losses are gonna happen, and this is not a 15 and a 16 and one team. It's not a 15 and two team. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that they take a little mini mini losing streak. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm just going to go ahead and, and pin a loss on this one. Ooh, Dave. Brian going with a loss. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was there the last time and it was very disheartening. Now that one was in week four where this one is in week six. Started with a shank punt, by the way. Don't put it all on the defense. No, I've, you know, you know what? Punt. That was that was one article that I wrote for the website when my first year here. Uh, Jeff never published it, but I wrote an article about about how one punt can change an entire game. Yeah, you didn't. You never ran it. It, it was still there. <laughs> Bring it up. We'll run it tomorrow. No, here we no. Go. no. Um, <laughs> that, that's back when I was just a mere volunteer before I even had done a podcast. But that was, I don't know, just something about Tampa and everything. I'm trying to be realistic of what the Steelers could ultimately finish this season. I can't have them winning every home game. So I have this one down as a loss. I'm not trying to be realistic at all. So I think that they're going to win. <laughs> Tom Brady sucks. Uh, I've always hated Tom Brady. Um, I still hate Tom Brady. I'm going to continue to hate Tom Brady when he's with Fox and he's getting paid $37.5 million a year to spew nonsense about him cheating. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this one, and TJ Watt might decapitate Tom Brady, and I'll love every second of it. So let's go to week seven. So wait, so just to recap, you had win, Brian had lost, correct? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brian has. Okay. Just making sure. The Steelers was... are red hot with my predictions. Okay. Week seven, they go to Miami for a Sunday night football game. This is the second primetime game for the Steelers. This is down in South Beach. I always have memories of Lawrence Timmons vomiting on the field in Miami. So, Brian, what do you think about this game with Tua and all the weapons that are assembled down there with Waddle and Tyreek Hill? What do you think? Yo, coincidence, I vomited at home watching that game. It was so bad. (laughs) Um, So here's something interesting about this game. And it means absolutely nothing, but there's going to be a lot of talk because that is going to be the night that Miami celebrates the 50th anniversary of 17 and 0. And they're doing against the Steelers, the team that they beat in the AFC championship game. So that is something official. Mm. I mean, they'll be talking about that at halftime. They'll be bringing all of those uh, 50th anniversary guys out, which, I, you know, I, I think that's great. But here's the thing, and we're going to talk about this later on when we're celebrating another 50th anniversary deal, um, something uh, that's very close to ours. But this was kind of the last time, the second of the last time that Miami won a championship. And they have been, they have been 49 seasons since the last time they won a title. And so that was kind of their apex at this time. When the Steelers, what the Steelers are going to be celebrating in December, and we'll talk about that later on, was the beginning of the dynasty. So the people that are celebrating it, the people that are fans of the Dolphins right now, don't care. Steelers don't care. They are going to rain on that parade. And every time they play in Miami, it seems to rain anyways. So the Steelers will bring the rain, bring the pain, and win that game. (laughs) That's a lot of rhyming. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't even plan. What do you that say? No, this, this, this is great. You know, it's we'll, out by we'll, the day. We'll be here at ten o'clock tonight. Yeah. Is it, what do you say? <laughs> Make things out of clay. <laughs> I eat pieces of like you for breakfast. All right, Dave. <laughs> go ahead. What's your prediction? My, my prediction here. So, so Brian, I got to make sure I forget to write his down by the time he's done. Uh, when I am going, it's very simple. Win one for your for your defensive assistant slash linebackers coach go down there do some magical brian flores defense and take down the dolphins for how they did him so wrong because i don't see how they could have a coach that was better than him so go down there and beat him win yeah that's true revenge not the trubisky jeff revenge yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's what i was gonna say this is the actual revenge game there's i don't think there's any way the steelers don't especially the defense put online the steelers win this game now before the bye, the week nine bye week, they have one more game, week eight in Philadelphia, 1 p.m. We all know how that's kind of the house of horrors for the Pittsburgh Steelers or that town, I should say, not necessarily that stadium because that's not that old of a stadium. Brian, what do you think about this game? I don't care about 1965. Let me tell you about 1980. <laughs> I, I wanted to interrupt and say, let me tell you a premonition. Brian's going to bring up 1965 when it comes oh, to yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, you know, because that's, that's what I do. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So let me bring up 1989. It has nothing to do with the Steelers. It has nothing to do with the Eagles. It has everything to do with the Penguins and the Flyers. And the, the, the Penguins hadn't won in Philadelphia for a long, long time. I mean, it was since the 70s. It was like 15 years. And they played a couple times a season. They didn't play just once every four years. 
So they had this long losing streak. You know what happened? They broke it and, and never really looked back. I'm not saying that they've owned the Steelers the last 30, excuse me, owned the Flyers the last 33 years. I'm just saying that that's a memory. I think the memory starts now. This is the beginning of the end of that house of horrors, like Jeff likes to call it. You know, the Eagles aren't the same. I, I think they go ahead and take care of business if they're who we think they are. Is that a win or a loss? Yeah, win. Oh, okay. Dave. I mean, that everything I said led up to win. Yeah, I thought, yeah. It was the way you <laughs> finished it. I was like, wait a second, is he saying yeah. they, are who they, they are who we thought they were? Rest they are who we green. thought they were. All right, Dave, go ahead. Oh, yeah. You know, every, everything is, is setting up that this could be the year for the Pittsburgh Steelers to go to Philly and, and win the game in there. Uh, I mean, I mean, Philly's they, – they've they made some decent moves the offseason. Um, you know, they – they added Jordan Davis and they brought back Fletcher Cox, a bunch of things like AJ that. AJ Brown, they made that. Have trade. to do that. Yep, and they they have there. The, um, uh, we'll see how it goes. So this is lined up perfectly for the Steelers to lose yet another one. So I have it as a loss. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sorry, uh, I'm trying to go anti Brian there. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts. Talk to a lot of Philly mm-hmm. fans, and they'll tell you the same thing. They're not a believer in Jalen Hurts either. Um, they have a slew of receivers there now with Rager and now Brown. And I'm forgetting the kid from Alabama they got last year. Uh, but you have to have someone throw you the football. And I'm going to go with the Steelers to find a way to break that curse, like Brian said. Go ahead, Brian. Jeff, if you don't mind, I'm not going to break out in a song. Oh, maybe I will. Hurts no good. <laughs> there goes another John Mellencamp song I can't listen to anymore. All right. So- <laughs> So week nine is the bye week. You have to go all the way back. I did this today uh, at work. What did you say, Jeff? 2015 is the last time the Steelers had a double-digit bye week. You have to go all the way back to 2015. It was a week 11 bye week. It's the last time. It's been a while. So uh, they have week nine bye. It's not too bad. But I got to ask you real quick. Thoughts on the week nine bye, Brian? I'm I'm all for it, and this is one that Dave and I actually we got this correct when we did our schedule prediction, and we both went with Week Nine, and that's exactly where it came. You know, if you've got eight games under your belt, and then you've got another nine, I mean, it's that's right, pretty much right in the middle. So I'm fine with it. I think that's that's good. That's a good break. Dave, obviously, you predicted it. You must like it as well. Well, I I knew that NFL wouldn't come through and give them a really late buy, so I figured I'd at least go in the middle of the schedule, um, and that's why I went with it. And it's there, so we are at the mid, uh, basically the midpoint because there's 18 weeks. That would be that would after the bye week is when it's definitely into the second half of the season. Do you want a recap of uh, of our totals so far? They're undefeated for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jeff does not need to <laughs> lose their Hall of Fame quarterback. Jeff has him coming out and winning every game. I haven't, I, predicted, I, I, I haven't predicted when Kenny Pickett comes in no, yet. No, he's gonna uh, so, he's gonna make a he's gonna make an entrance. So night. Jeff is eight and zero. Oh, Brian is six and two. I'm three and five. Gosh, Dave, what the heck? I'm trying to actually be realistic of what their win total will be. They're not going to win 17 games. Sure they are. In my you know, but here's the <laughs> thing, not Dave, going is to. That, but 
we we do this every year. We predict these stuff, and then we get to the actual season. We're like, boy, this is totally different. You know, something might have happened. Yeah. There could have been injury. So I'm not putting too much thought into this. These are the way too early predictions. Yeah. So I could give two craps about these <laughs> predictions. Hence why I have them undefeated. Let's go to week. You, 10. you had them twelve. You had them twelve and five last year. Just so you know. Yeah, that was with my. Uh, that was not with my heart. Okay, <laughs> week ten. The Jameis Winston-led New Orleans Saints come to town. 1 p.m. start. I have this being the official start of the Kenny Pickett era in Pittsburgh, by the way. Brian, go ahead. What do you think? After that eight, no, you have Kenny Pickett coming in. Trubisky gets hurt. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> and, and oh, they're going to make a quarterback change. No, he gets hurt, Dave. He gets hurt. They have no choice. It's a Tommy sure. Maddox, Ben Roethlisberger thing. Jordan Davis is going to take him out, right? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, maybe in Philly. Maybe he actually goes <laughs> in in Philly a little bit. I'm taking this very oh. serious, Dave. Try to stop laughing. Okay? <laughs> this is why I love Thursday nights. I, I really do. Uh, so the Saints, you know, this Mike Tomlin has never beaten the Saints. Really? And that's one of the, I don't know if there's any other teams that he has never beaten, but I know that's one of them. So I don't care. I still think they're going to win. It's at home. I like this team. Seven and two, baby. All right, Dave. Win or loss. I got the W. Coming off the bye at home, one o'clock game, NFC opponent, get the W. Yes, I agree. Let's go to week 11. They go to they host Cincinnati now. Sunday night game, the third of their five primetime games. Sunday night football. This could be a big game for a lot of reasons. And the Bengals, they, they, hadn't, they haven't played them since week one when you look at the schedule. What do you think about this week 11 primetime game, Brian? You know what? At home, it always makes me feel a little better, but they did not win at home last year when they played Cincinnati. Cincinnati is not a slouch. I don't expect them to have the same luck that they did last season, but I'm still going to go ahead and make this one a loss to try to be a little more believable. So let's drop them to seven and three. Dave, this is this could be a turning point for your predictions here. Oh, oh no, this is not a turning point for my prediction. See, what happened is why we had to wait for Jeff um, to, to get his computer straight. I went through and did all of mine, and then I'm like, oh man, they're not gonna win that many games. Let me find games along the way that I that I said are wins that really I don't that, that, that I need to change. And this, you know, I already said Cleveland on Thursday night had that as a win, changed it to a loss. This was another one, had it as a win, changed it to a loss. I've had it as a win because it was home, prime time, but I don't know, just something about it. Uh, you, didn't, you have them losing they, one, too, right? So you have them getting swept two years in a row? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Five in a row total? Yeah. Dude, I mean, impressive. when they lost that first one of those five, that was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, it was a Monday night yeah. game. I know that was Ryan Finley, Ryan Finley. That right? was, and that's why I'm like, you know, they lost that prime time game with them in two years ago when they should have, when they were favored by like 13 points. So I don't know, just something, it almost seems like it's just one of those things that they'll have to get over and, and, and really tackle in 2023. Well, lucky for you, or, I have them winning. Out in the postseason. <laughs> Lucky for you, I have them winning. What do you know? In week eleven, shocking. And then, yeah, <laughs> this is the first of two back-to-back primetime games, and this is something Art Rooney II was asked about by Missy Matthews. If this was like some 
turning point in his opinion. He said he thought that he thought the schedule was rather even. He did. He said that he wasn't mm-hmm. really upset about it, one thing or the other. I know he's complained about, well, not complained, but made comments about the bye week. And he, he thought he thought it was a very fair schedule. So they have Cincinnati at home on Sunday night. Then they go to Indianapolis. Now the Matt Ryan led Indianapolis Colts on Monday night football at 815. Brian, what do you think about that one? So the last time I believe that the Steelers played the Indianapolis Colts on the road on Monday night football was on November 28th, once again, was 2005. It was a disaster game. It was was 28 to three. And I am looking at the Colts this year to start off very hot and actually be a playoff team and probably a number one seed. I really like the Colts this year um, for everything they have going for them. So I'm going to go ahead and say that we're going to echo 2005 here. So the Steelers are going to lose, but they're going to beat them in the playoffs. Mm, interesting. Ooh, so you have a loss there, don't you, Brian? Yes. All right. Jeff, what, what did you want with my last game? You wanted you wanted the turnaround to start there? I, I was wondering if there was no, a No, it starts here. Now oh, is where the turnaround starts. Okay. I'm Monday night football. Come on. I, I keep think when I think of prime time and then playing the Colts, I think of the of the throwdown on Thanksgiving night. That's what it reminds me of. So win, baby. Yes. Well, yes, win. So let's go to week 13. Oh at yeah, I, I had a win there, Dave. Really? Are you sure? Um, I am. You can, okay. You can so you're, put you're, the, put I was going to say you're, you're 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 breaking your trend here. <laughs> this is when they just start to turn it on. They start to unleash hell here pretty soon. All right, week thirteen at Atlanta, one p.m. So back to back road games here. What do you think, Brian? The Dirty Birds are just plain dirty. You know they they're not good. And I'm looking at this as the Steelers go in in early December, like they did maybe about eight years ago. Go, the Falcons will have to do what they did back then and pump in noise. They got in trouble for pumping in noise in the Steeler games, and the Steelers just blasted them. I just had them losing two games in a row. I'm looking at uh, them just trouncing this bird team and that's what we need to start seeing we haven't seen that the last couple team couple years i think we're going to start seeing the steelers beat teams they're supposed to beat and beat them badly so eight and four as they beat the falcons dave what are your thoughts on this game down in atlanta i told you it's when they start turning things around all right they're going to roll into there and 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 this one i think when, when you look at games on their schedule this is why this one scares me, though, because you look at games with their schedule and like, oh, should that be one that might be one of their ones? I mean, who are they going to be playing? It's Marcus Mariota. Who who they drafted Atlanta? Could be Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Could be, Desmond Could be Ritter. Ritter throwing to to what's his name, the Arkansas receiver. He was the, the first one taken. I was, you know, Kyle Pitts came to mind, but he was last year. But yeah, but no, end. that's I, I I can't I remember his name off the top of my head. Come on, we should. Where's Andrew Wilbar when we need him? Um, Trey, so yeah. Uh, Trace, I mean Hopkins or yeah. <laughs> from no, Arkansas. Yeah, it's from not Arkansas. Trey Hopkins. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. It's it, it's one of those things. So so could this Burks? That's what it is. Traylon Burks. Yes. Um, thank you, Jeff Kozlowski in from the Facebook. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I gotta win. 
I got to win. And Jeff, just so you know, when I break the schedule into quarters, I'm now there's an extra game somewhere. Oh, yeah, right. This is the quarter that I put an extra game in because you like to finish with your last four. So this one and the next week game will also be what I consider the third quarter. Jeff, I already wrote down the win. Should I even, should I even, do I need to bust up my race? No. No. Okay. No. All right. Just making sure. The question will be is whenever I think of Atlanta on the road, there's not a lot of memories there. I do remember the game where Heinz Ward caught the pass, his shoe fell off. And he ran down the field with only one shoe and his sock was flopping all over the place, which is always funny to me. What year was that, Brian? 2014. Was it? No, was that, or was that 2006? It wasn't 14 because Heinz yeah, wasn't around. It was, was 2006 say, in Atlanta. And they, they tied that game and then lost at the end. I'm yeah. I'm back trying to figure this out. Apparently Traylon Burks didn't go to Atlanta. I thought Atlanta drafted the first wide receiver though. Why can I not? It was Drake London. London. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Some a good wide receiver went to Atlanta. That's all I know. I know who Pittsburgh drafted. That's all I know. Yeah. All right. So week fourteen. This is what's crazy when you think about. It. They start off at Cincinnati. Week three at Cleveland. They finish with Cincinnati in week eleven. They have to go to week fourteen until they play the Ravens for the first time. And that's I mean, that's incredible to me when I think about the NFL schedule makers. Why would they? push this matchup so far back i'm not sure week 14 at home baltimore 1 p.m brian what do you think well jeff they did it last year and they did it week 13 i believe that was week 13 because it was a december 5th game and then when what's that 13 and 18 was last year right yeah because i know it was december 5th when they played so i believe that was week 13 for the first time and that was the home game where Harbaugh went for two. So I really just don't think that the Ravens are the same. I really don't even, th- I, I think Lamar Jackson is on that downward part of health where I don't think that we're going to be seeing him that late in the season. And I think the Steelers are going to continue to own this team. So I'm going to go ahead and make it a win. All right, Dave. It's just something about them right now that they seem like they have the Ravens number, especially at home. Adam so I've the Steelers I've, since 2019. I've so I've I've got that as a win. But you know what? The Steelers haven't haven't beaten the Bengals since what what was the yeah, the beginning of 2020, but yes. you didn't like that one. So 2019's not 2020. Anyways, I know. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's for the good guys. So Baltimore, what what people don't understand is there's a big rift right now with Lamar Jackson. Like Brian brought up his health, the contract stuff is is legit is a legitimate concern for this Baltimore Ravens team. Um, I'm just curious how that's going to look, what it's going to how it's going to play out. If he's going to get a new contract, if he's not, he doesn't have an agent. He represents himself. Just crazy. Um, but of course, I think the Steelers win. Then they go to Carolina. Who knows who's going to be a quarterback by that time for the Panthers? Is it Sam Darnold? Is it Matt Corral? We don't know. It's late in the season. You know, but week 15, a lot of things could be different. It's a 1 p.m. game on the road. Brian, what do you think? Man, I remember the weekend that I got engaged. It was right before. It was right around that week in the season in 2006. The Steelers went to Carolina, and that was – they were an 8-18 eight and eight team that year, but they trounced Carolina – I see that happening again. I don't think that this team is pulling out of their this chasm anytime soon. So give the Steelers a win. 
and give me 10 and four. All right, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, because I didn't I didn't update this. What do you know? Jeff had him five and zero in the in the third quarter. Just making sure. I actually had him better than Brian. I had him four and one. I had him going on a little bit of run there. But but Brian now has the win and care. Where where are we with the predictions for people that are not joking like me? Okay. What do you and uh, Brian have him at? So you actually took the series last year. That's the difference. Uh, you're thirteen and zero. Um, for some reason, uh, Brian is. What do you say you are, Brian? Ten nine nine. Well, I should be ten yeah. and four. You can't. You, you, hold on. How are you ten and four, Brian? I picked it's back only, to back losses. It's, it's only been it's only been thirteen games, Brian. You can't be ten and four. <laughs> you're 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 nine and four. <laughs> this is week fifteen. He yeah. already said Carolina. I think. Oh, I wasn't counting Carolina because he already yeah. said it. Yeah. 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 So this was before week 15. You were nine Correct. and four. Yeah. Now you haven't ten and four. I got gotcha. you. And I have them um seven and six going into this one. Mm. And then this one I have them going eight. I have them at eight and six. I have them winning in Carolina. Which is pretty interesting. Um, I think they win this game, even if I was being a completely honest. Um the the Vegas odds are basically seven and a half is the over under for the Steelers this year. Yeah. And Dave, I mean, you're being very, very tough right now and you still have them going over, which is, I think, very interesting. Very interesting. All right. Week 16, the game that we all hate. Wait, you didn't say what you have, Jeff. Come on. All right. I said I actually did say that I would have them win this even if I was taking to being totally serious. Yeah. Uh, the Carolina Panthers game is 15, week 16. This is the game we all hate. This is the Christmas Eve 8-15 game. And it's not even the anniversary. The anniversary is actually Friday. Mm-hmm. And Art Rooney the second said they're going to do a little gathering with some people over at the – what they have that plaque where he yeah. Franco caught the ball when Three River Stadium was still standing. And then they're going to have a special ceremony on that game on Saturday night. This is the fifth and final primetime game, barring week 18, being flexed to a Sunday night game. Uh, we know that no one's happy about this game on this show, but Brian, what do you what do you think about the actual Raiders coming to town? You know what? I'm a little apprehensive about the Raiders. I know it's uh, two days after the anniversary. I'm just not – I don't think it's going to be a happy Christmas in Pittsburgh. Um, as far as that goes, I'm going to go ahead and say that there's going to be a loss there and drop them down to 10 and five. Dave. Yeah. When I went back and was looking at games that I said that I needed to find that the Steelers might, you know, not have as many wins because the win total just seemed to be too much. I couldn't find a way to do it here because if I'm going to have to stay up until midnight watching the Steelers on Christmas Eve, they darn well better win. Win. Last time the Steelers <laughs> played on Christmas or around that time, they've had success. You know, the Immaculate Extension, they beat the, they trounced the Houston Texans, the Texans one year. That was that was an actual fun game to watch. It wasn't stressful at all. I think that streak continues. I think they win. And again, uh, the Raiders. That, Art Rooney said that maybe there'll be some Raiders, some old Raiders still there as well to kind of the immaculate reception weekend. I'm not sure if that'll fly or not. Week 17. Now the Steelers have to go to M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore to play the Ravens to finish out their season series with them. Brian, what do you think about this trip to the charm city? 
Wang's gonna wang. No charm in Charm City. Steelers win. Nice. So you have them. You had them sweeping the Ravens again, right? Yeah, yeah. I love it. Ravens. Dave. Are, Ravens are they're good, but not good anymore. Love it. Yeah. Dave, what do you think? I just had the Steelers winning five in a row. Oh. I had to find one to change, and that ended they're up un- being one. They're unleashing hell. Yeah, that they're uh, New Year's Day. They have a little bit of a Brian Anthony Davis hangover. So I, I have a loss. They've been, uh, M&T used to scare the bejesus out of me when I was as a fan. Like, oh, the Steelers have to go to the M&T. is going to be so tough. No, nah, it doesn't scare me too much anymore. I think the Steelers have the Ravens number, like Brian said earlier. Then they finish out the season at home versus the Cleveland Browns. They did not finish out the season at home last year. Obviously, that game was at M&T Bank Stadium. Uh, the week 18 matchup against the Ravens last year. This year, they're at home against Cleveland. What do you think, Brian? If this game matters, the Steelers win and go to 12 and 5 and end the season. If they, if it doesn't matter, they lose. So this game hopefully won't matter. So if they end up 11 and 6 and it doesn't matter, no problem. But I'm going to go ahead and say that it's going to matter and the Steelers win. All right, Dave. It's the Browns, and the Browns might need it, but this is this is home. I have it as, as a W. That's not one that I could find myself. There's no – I don't have – if they're losing to the Browns on Thursday night, I don't have them getting swept by the Browns. So I have that as a W. Yeah, I, I, them playing at home in that last week, I think that matters. I think the Steelers find a way to win that game. And again, I'm going to always revert back to you know, a lot of people in the live chat right now are putting in their predictions. First and foremost, folks, remember it's a 17 game schedule. So make sure you have your numbers correct. But secondly, that Vegas odds have this over under at seven and a half for the Steelers. And I just find that number to be extremely low. And I know the quarterback situation, but I think the defense is going to be good. Uh, it, it just seems really low. And I had someone ask me on my let's ride podcast on Wednesday, would I take the over or the under and it's, I mean, I would take the over in a big way. That's exact. That's just my own thoughts. But all right, Brian, I guess we'll do some final thoughts about the schedule in and of itself. Did um, you want our final records? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Jeff, did you calculate yours? Yeah, 17 and 0. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Brian said mentioned that he had the 12 and 5. I I still felt that I have the Steelers, you know, on a come coming in with the, the new air quarterback and everything, that I still thought that I had them doing pretty well at 10 and seven, which should be enough to make the postseason. But I, yeah, I had, I've had them finishing up at a, at a pretty realistic 10 and seven. You have them finishing strong too. Yeah. Well, that was the problem. That's why I had to change two games. Cause there for a second, I had them winning nine straight to finish the season. And I'm like, ah, I can't see that, that <laughs> happening. So, or, or, or like Jeff have them, Winning 17, 17 straight in a row, baby. There you go. Brian, <laughs> go ahead. All right. With my final thoughts, I'd like to start off with a couple birthdays. We had Maddie Peverell, who uh, turned, I think, 60 later on, earlier on this uh, week. So congratulations to him. Now, actually, I don't know how old. I know he's in his 30s. But I also want to go ahead and talk about one of my uh, one of my good buddies, my partner on The Hangover for many years, turns 50 today. So happy oh, birthday to Tony Defio. But, happy birthday, Tony. 
as important as those guys are to me as the podcast producer, they pale in comparison to my baby girl. So happy birthday to Jillian, who becomes a teenager this weekend. I am on Thursday. I think she's been a teenager for six or seven years, but she officially becomes one. If I'm not on here one week, you know that she got me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so when, when she was very young, we talked about, uh, you know, that her picture is already on my death certificate. You just have to put in the date because she will be cause of death. But I love her dearly. And I thank God every day and thank my wife for uh, giving me that blessing. So once again, happy birthday to Jillian Ann Marie. So final thoughts on the schedule. You know, back with the Mickey Mouse Club back in the 50s, they had something called Anything Can Happen Day. On the Big Bang Theory, they talked about Anything Can Happen Thursdays. So in 2022, anything can happen. Do I really think the Steelers are going to go 12 and 5? No, but anything can happen. And this just screams of Ben's rookie year when no one expected them to go 15 and 1. You never know what's going to happen with Mitch Trubisky. You never know what's going to happen with Kenny Pickett. You never know. Hopefully it's not a Duck Hodges year and we're uh, we're printing shirts of Chris Oladokun. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen and I'm getting a number five jersey late in the season. But with that being said, I think this is a pretty favorable schedule for the Steelers. I have no problem with them starting out on the road. It's how they finish and the fact that they finish at home, that's a pretty big deal. So great schedule. I'm actually pleased. All right, Dave, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, we knew who the opponents were, the home and away games. We've known them since the, the regular season finished. But when you really see them in order and how they roll into each other, there's nothing here that jumps out as being a bad setup. Like last year, when I saw that Thursday game in, in Minnesota after playing the Ravens at home, I just thought that was a bad setup. When I look at this, I know the Pittsburgh Steelers have a ton of question marks. How's the defensive line going to be? Are they are they going to have their players back and how are they going to play? What's going to happen with the quarterback situation? Is it, you know, yes, you might have a quarterback that could throw the ball farther, but you also don't have seven that when he got the ball under two minutes in a tie game or, or a chance to tie or win, that you had the confidence that he would get it done. We've... We've got to reestablish that with the Pittsburgh Steelers, with somebody else doing that. Because trust me, I don't think we felt that way in 2019. So there's a lot of things that, that come to it that way. I really was trying to be realistic and, and give a realistic win total that I thought the Steelers could have. I think 10 wins could be a nice season for this team. But chances are I, I might be exactly opposite on all these games because – I don't see any of these games right now as a game that, man, I really don't think there's any chance that the Steelers can win it. That's why Jeff goes 17-0, because he thinks if there's a possibility they can win, he picks them to win. That's just – that's that's what he does. Um, I will say this. I'm excited about it. I think I, – I think, man, that, that range of what they could end up. I would not be shocked if the Steelers um, ended up – with four wins or if they ended up with 14 wins. I really could see that big of a difference based on how they bring it all together, injuries and whatnot. But I will also say this, Brian, I got your back. Just remember, out of the three of us, I'm the only one that has a teenage daughter in the house. And trust me, it isn't all that joyous. <laughs> so 
Hey, uh, let me say this. There's, there's probably people that are listening to this, whether you're watching live on Facebook or on YouTube, or you're listening in the audio saying, oh my gosh, Jeff didn't give any type of realistic predictions. First, it's because this this is kind of a an exercise in, well, it's kind of just a waste of time. <laughs> because there so much stuff is going to change between now and these games actually coming around. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, if you want to give me, if you want, want me to give you a range, I think that the ceiling for this team is 12. I think the floor is probably about six or seven. And that's a range. That's a big range like Dave was talking about. And I could see either one of this happening. We've seen these seasons in 2019 as a perfect example as a couple injuries go not to go the wrong way. And next thing you know, they're battling just to try and be in games, let alone win games. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I'm excited for rookie minicamp coming up starting Friday. I'm excited for the rest of OTAs. I'm excited for mandatory minicamp. That's when we'll, definitely hear something about Stefan to it because it's mandatory. And uh, so there's going to be some stuff coming up. Oh, and by the way, there's going to be a new general manager hired at some point as well. Hmm. So make sure you stay tuned to behind the steel curtain.com uh, and all of our podcasts, not just this one, not just our YouTube and Facebook shows, but also our morning lineup, our noon lineup, anywhere we get your podcasts or Steelers or behind the steel curtain. You'll find us subscribe, follow whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. All right, gentlemen, good show. Another prediction show down in the books. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. We'll see you next year for another prediction show. Take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) When I know that it can never really be the same. How could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How could I move forward?